Hello and welcome. I'm Courtney Foster, a college and career advisor located in Texas. The college application and admission process can be challenging and stressful. This is especially true if you do not have assistance in the process, someone to help guide you, or for first-generation college students, meaning the first in your family to attend college, so when you and your family are unfamiliar with the process and the expectations of what college admissions really is looking like. I'm going to give a brief step-by-step -step guide to applying to college as a student in Texas. Now, many of these tips will apply and work for students outside of, the, of Texas and work across the U.S., but each state tends to have its own application, website, or process that they use to assist you. So today it's going to focus predominantly on Texas students for Texas in-state colleges. Students and parents today will learn how to select colleges, where to complete applications at, what to submit in order to complete your applications, and how to submit those a brief overview of starting your FAFSA, your federal financial aid, and some organizational tips to make your process less stressful. Of course, the first step is to pick the colleges in which you want to apply to. We recommend that each senior apply to five to eight colleges. Some seniors with those more competitive GPAs, higher SAT, ACT scores, may look at applying to 10 colleges to be really competitive, um, to have lots of options. When we're talking about picking schools, we tend to use the term dream or reach school, our fit school, often referred to as your target schools, and then our safety or backup options. Your dream school is that school you've, you've wanted to go to. The Maybe you don't meet quite all the requirements to get in. It might be a stretch. It might be a reach, but it is your dream. If they offer what you want and you have a chance, then you apply. That's, that's one application. The majority of your applications are going to fall in that fit school or target school, which is going to be four to five of your applications or sometimes even more. This is the school where all of your test scores qualify, your GPA is within their target market, they have your major, they have everything that you want, the price is right, they fit your academic needs, your social needs, and your budget, a fit school. That's the majority of your applications. And then we have those safety schools, those backup schools. Hey, just in case something happens and I end up needing to stay home, just in case something happens and my financial aid or scholarships don't go through like I'm expecting, I'm going to have two, maybe three backup schools, those safety nets. When you're choosing your colleges, you've got to look at your major, your degree that you're seeking. What colleges offer that? If you're having a general degree that's offered by a lot of colleges, then you have more to choose from. If you're narrowing it in, say aviation, um, mechanical, electrical engineering, you've got to look at those schools that offer your degree. Don't apply to schools that don't. If you want to be a nurse, don't apply to a school that doesn't have a nursing program. You want to make sure that you're researching and seeing what they have. If your degree is going to require you for your career to get a master's degree, 
Maybe you want to do that all in one school. Some schools will offer a master's in five, which means you can get your bachelor's and master's degree in five years all at one time from one university instead of going extra. So look into those things. If that's something that you need, something you desire, do your research. That requires your fit school, dream school, and safety school options. All of those three options must have your degree no matter what. The price, that's a big one. This is what your parents are going to say is the biggest option. The price, the aid, the scholarships available to you. Do your scores already qualify you for built-in scholarships, automatic admission scholarships? Um, Are you going to have additional cost at a private school versus a state school? Do they fit your budget? Okay, the price is a big thing to consider. The location. Do you want to go close to home? Do you want to go really far away? Do you want it in an urban area where there's a lot of things to do? Do you want it in a more rural, quiet area where the the college is the focus and you drive maybe a little bit further for for opportunities? Um, Really look at the size of the school when you're looking at the location as well. Some large cities will have many, many colleges in one area, but they're going to have different sizes and different types of colleges in that same area. Do you want a small school with more individualized attention? When looking at size and location of universities, you also have to consider private versus public. Private universities do tend to be a little bit more expensive, that is true, but in my experience, they also offer more scholarship opportunities to help offset those costs with a larger donor base. Do your research. Go and to visit the campus. Go and see what it's like. See what a private university is like. See what a public university is like. And oftentimes they're very different. Sometimes you don't know the difference. So you need to look. You need to go visit. You need to see where you feel at home and where you're going to be most comfortable at. You also have to look at the diversity and if the backgrounds and student popu- of the student population match yours. You want to be somewhere where you are welcomed, where you have a sense of belonging. Researchers have shown that being on a campus that has diverse backgrounds or backgrounds that match the students increases your chances of success, increases your chances of what we call stick and stay, meaning starting that college and finishing all the way through to graduation. That sense of belonging, being exposed by other people like you, having support systems that are that are in place to match your backgrounds and your beliefs. Also, diversity will provide you with a broader range of ideas and learning spectrums. Um, just a world, more worldly view that's going to prepare you for your future. So look at those things. Um, diversity is a big thing, but only if it's right for you. Maybe you're considering an HBCU, a historically black college or university. Go visit. Is that the atmosphere that you want to be in and surrounded by by all of the, the culture that is an HBCU? Decide where you fit. Another way to figure out if you're searching and looking in the right place for colleges is ask the teachers that are on your campus, where did they go to school? What did they like about their school? What did they wish they did differently? Do they know of a university or recommend one that maybe would match, you know, what you're looking for in your major? 
Ask your family members. Ask friends of the family. Anyone that you can, ask them, hey, where did you go? What did you like about it? These are wonderful resources to start narrowing down your search and giving you some ideas of possibly colleges you never thought of. There are many out there, especially in the state of Texas. There are so many colleges to choose from. You really do not want to rule out any options, and you want to be well-informed before you start making those decisions. Now, once you have chosen your colleges and you're ready to begin your application process, the state of Texas has a website called Apply Texas that allows students to fill out their application and apply to several different colleges in one place. It's only for in-state Texas colleges. If you're wanting to apply to an out-of-state college, Apply Texas is not where you would do that. But Apply Texas is going to allow you to do those in-state colleges one application, copy that information per college. It's going to make it so much easier. It's not going to consume as much time and be as tedious as going and applying to every individual college on a different place. Apply Texas allows you to organize and keep track of your college applications. Again, in-state Texas applications only. If your college is not on there, you're going to find that out on their admissions website. When you go and you do your research on your colleges, look at their admissions page, see where they tell you to apply. Some of them may do apply Texas. That's always the best option, even if they have their own individual application on that website. If apply Texas is an option for them, do apply Texas just for the organization and tracking alone. Another application process could involve Common App, which is a website that is nationwide. So sometimes some of your out-of-state colleges are going to be on there. There are a few in the state of Texas that use Common App that you that you will come across during your process. Common App is not as user-friendly. They have made changes in recent years that have assisted in that. It is a little bit more time-consuming and more detailed, but it is often the option for those out-of-state colleges or even more Ivy League colleges. Do your research. Look at those admissions pages. Again, Apply Texas is only for in-state colleges. Once you've done the application, you're going to have a checklist. You're going to be either sent things from that college or see things on the admissions page that's going to tell you, hey, you've got to submit a transcript, your official high school transcript. You're going to have to submit your SAT and your ACT scores or one or the other if you only took one. Maybe they need letters of recommendation. Maybe they require an essay with their process. Follow the application checklist. So let's review those. Transcript has to be your official high school transcript. You're going to talk to your school counselor on how your school handles that. Many of them are sent electronically now. You request it being sent from your high school to your college. They send it. It's fast. It's easy. But it must be that official high school transcript coming straight from your school, not one that you have sent in. When it comes to SAT and ACT scores, when you're registering to take the test, you can choose your scores to be sent to your college, or you can log back into College Board for SAT or the ACT website for your ACT scores and add colleges to your list, and they'll send your scores to those schools. Sometimes it costs, sometimes it doesn't, depends on how many scores you are sending. But you have to make sure that your college admissions tests are sent. 
if you've taken dual credit or another program that has provided you with college credit, you need to make sure that those transcripts get sent as well. So maybe you've taken your dual credit on your campus. You need to ask them, how do I send my dual credit transcript? Those need to be sent to your college. Letters of recommendation. You're gathering these from teachers, from professionals, from people who can testify and write in a very well-worded letter the type of person that you are. Maybe it's your um, background in academics. Maybe you want to include athletic and volunteer services and, and student organizations you've been involved in. Ask your school, ask your teachers that you're asking for these letters for Hey, what information do you need? I would love for you to write me a recommendation letter. Some of them will have a form that you fill out that tells them exactly what it's for, when you need it. Give them plenty of notice. Do not request a letter of recommendation on Monday and tell them you need it by Friday. If you want a quality recommendation letter and to be respectful of your recommender's time, you'll give them a couple of weeks or a few weeks notice and have those letters on file ready to go. If your college requires an essay, the application will tell you how to submit that. Sometimes they're submitted on Apply Texas. Sometimes they're sent directly or emailed into the admissions counselor at a later time. Take your time on these essays. It is your opportunity to put a more personalized message in with your application and can be sometimes the deciding factor if you're on the borderline of getting accepted, if you have a killer essay that you've taken your time on and really, you know, gotten input on and edited and all of that, it may help you get that acceptance that you've been looking for. When you're on and applying for those those, app, those colleges with those applications, some of them are going to require a fee. Some of them are going to give you an option of a fee waiver. If you happen to be in the state of Texas on free or reduced lunch, you can obtain what's called a fee waiver from your school that will allow you to submit it to the college. It's a piece of paper signed by your counselor or an academic coach where the college will waive that application fee. Sometimes application fees are $20. Sometimes they're up to $100. See what you've got. See if you're going to need to pay that app fee or if you qualify for one of those fee waivers, what's the process of getting that sent in. Make sure that um, you go through the checklist for your college. Not all college requires recommendation letters. Not all applications are going to require essays. Look at the admissions website. Check, check, check all of that off. Some of them may have additional requirements. Some out-of-state colleges may have a diff a different requirements for you to submit. Do your research. Check your admissions page. If all else fails, call the academic advisor for that campus, the admissions counselor. They go by different titles, different names. Ask them, hey, what's the next step in my process? I've done this. I've done that. What do you need from me next? Stay in touch with that person. Get to know that person. This brings us to what about the money? The Federal Student Aid application, FAFSA, opens up October 1st. You've got to get on there, get that filled out just as soon as you can, and have that submitted to your colleges. As you get accepted to a university, add them to your FAFSA. Keep keep adding them in there so that, that you can be informed and you can know and be on the 
first come first serve basis of those grants. That FAFSA is for your grants, is for your loans. The college will process those and let you know what is available. Some colleges use that for individual aid that they may have for you on that campus. And sometimes it is simply the federal or state aid that you qualify for and also to be able to give you loan assistance in those applications. That is all based on your FAFSA. If you don't do a FAFSA, you're throwing away money and you're not going to have that opportunity to get student loans. You're not going to have the opportunities to get grants. Of course, scholarships is always a big question for every student. How do I get scholarships? Scholarships are difficult. Scholarships do take a lot of time and a lot of organization, but they are so worth it. If you can go to your college websites, go to their financial aid department, they will have a list of scholarships available that you can see if you qualify for. Do those applications. Those are specific to that university. You have a higher chance of getting those if you meet, meet the qualifications because they're for a smaller number of people only attending that college. Then you want to focus your attention on scholarship websites that can provide assistance there. Local scholarships may be offered by different community organizations. Your school should have a place where they post uh, scholarships when they are informed of them, be it on a website or maybe a scholarship board that they have. I know that that is the, the biggest concern for families and for students is how am I going to pay for college once I get in? You've got to do your applications. Um, you apply, apply, apply. You're not going to get any money if you're not going to do those applications. And yes, some of them are going to require essays. But you know what? If you take the time to write those essays, you have a better chance of getting that scholarship because a lot of students won't take the time. The biggest tip that I can give to any high school senior is to keep your records straight. Get a notebook. Write down your college's start a new page every college track the day you submitted your application when you sent your test scores when you requested and sent your transcript check it off as the college acknowledges that they have received these things keep track of financial aid deadlines registration deadlines anything all on this piece of paper every time you apply to a scholarship start a new page this is the scholarship this is the website contact information, the date I did my application, and when they're supposed to notify us if we've received it, the details about the scholarship. Keep a notebook. Do your research. Write it down in there. Keep track of all dates, deadlines, and every checklist that you can. This is going to make life simple. It takes a little time in the beginning, but it's going to save you time as those admissions reps start asking questions. As those acceptances start coming in, you're going to see that staying organized and keeping that college notebook is going to keep you on track. Seek help. Never try to do all of this on your own. Use the resources, the counselors, the advisors on your high school campus and the college campus. Use your teachers, anyone that you think may be able to help you in this college process, use them. If someone offers assistance, take it. Don't sit and just do nothing because you didn't know how. Ask questions. In the state of Texas, there are so many opportunities for our Texas high school students to obtain college information and attend college and get funding, you just have to take advantage of every resource provided to you. 
That was a lot of information in a short amount of time. But the college application process doesn't have to be overwhelming or stressful. Stay organized and informed, and most importantly, use your available resources. Do your research and don't waste time with schools that do not meet your needs or your wants. Remember, dream school, fit schools, and safety schools cover all of your spectrum. Keep track of apps and detailed notes of each step as you complete them. Follow the admission checklist your school has to make sure you're complete and every requirement is met. Also, pick up the phone and call. Call your admissions counselors or your representatives, your recruitment specialist. That is their job. They are there to help you and they love working with their students in order to make sure that you are successful. Good luck, seniors, and make sure that you do what is necessary to reach success. <music>